But I'm glad you all came tonight. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful weekend. I hope you enjoy it with your families. I'm so glad you came here tonight. We're going to be talking about how the Spirit searches the hearts. How many of you know God knows it all? (laughs) So he knows everything. But he gave us, each one of us, the Holy Spirit. And guess what? He searches our hearts, tells the Father. And guess what? He also knows the Father's heart for you. So we've got the great advocate, the Holy Spirit, our counselor, our helper, our teacher, our guide. He's like our everything. And so if you're not um, communicating with him, you know, that's too bad because he is your helper. Amen. Tonight, so the Spirit searches the hearts. We're going to learn a little bit about that. First Corinthians 2, 9 through 12. Let's go ahead and start there by reading that. This is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear um, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us revealed um, to us that God revealed these things by his spirit, for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets, so that no one person's thoughts except that person's own spirit, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things that God freely gives us. So, no eye has seen and no ear has heard. Nobody can know the secrets of a man's heart except for that man's own spirit. Nobody can know the secrets of God's heart except for God's own spirit. And guess what? We've got God's spirit. That is exciting. And he knows every single thing. You know that he was there when you were formed and created in your mother's womb? He was right there with God when God decided to put certain gifts, certain abilities, certain talents, and certain gifts of the Spirit, things that you would need to, you know, be active here on the earth. He knew what God put in you. Sometimes we don't yet know what God put in us, but he knows. And so he searches the heart of God, he searches our heart, and he begins to reveal these things to us by his Spirit. Let's go ahead and turn to Romans 8. Hallelujah. So this is, this is a different night because God's doing a new thing. God's doing a different thing tonight, and he's activating, and he's, um, and I just spoke that prophetically, but he is. He's activating, and he's revealing to us how to be used by him. Um, and first, we've got to know this little foundation, the fact that we've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the one who searches the hearts, the one who knows it all, living on the inside of us. Romans eight twenty six. Through 28. Let me find it. Okay. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Now, let me just say this. That the whole, what is the Holy Spirit praying? He's praying in perfect line, in, in the perfect will of God for your life. Why? Because he knows what God's will is for your life. Because he searches the heart of God. He is God's own spirit. Isn't that so cool? And so when we don't know how to pray and you pray in the Holy Spirit and you allow him to pray through you, you're praying out the perfect plan and will of God for your life. Amen? Talk about having your footstep be ordered of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit helps us when we're weak, when we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts, 
knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. We know, this is so cool right here, guys. We know that God causes everything to work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Stopping there. When you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you're praying in perfect, in perfect line in the, in the perfect will of God. You're praying it out for your lives. And I love that that scripture is at the bottom of that section right there. And we know that God causes all things to work together for the good to those that love God. Sometimes we separate that from the whole rest of this passage. But how that ends up happening, how the will of God and God works all things together for your good, how what happens is by you praying in the Holy Spirit. Because he'll lead and guide and direct your footsteps. He'll make sure you're on the right path, fulfilling what God has for your lives. How many of you know that God knows what's best? Yeah, he knows what he created you for. He knows what gifts and talents that you have on the inside of you. You know, in a little bit, I'm going to share my, my testimony in, in, in just a second. And you've heard it maybe a few times if you've been with us, this almost two-year anniversary of Revival MKE, hallelujah, School of the Spirit. And God's just equipping and building up um, the body of Christ to walk in the Spirit. But he knows the heart of God for your life. Amen. And he knows what God has created you to do. And so what we need to do is, number one, obviously get saved because unless you have Jesus in your heart and your life, then um, you're really not going to have too much of a purpose. You're going to be kind of roaming around wondering what's the purpose, right? Our purpose is to serve the Lord. We are created in his image and likeness to communicate with him. And then secondly, you need to get baptized in the Holy Spirit so that you can pray in other tongues, so that you can pray in the perfect will of God for your life. Amen? And so then he can begin working all things together for your good, like that last scripture says. And so that's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what he wants to do. He's searching the heart of God. He's searching your heart. And what he wants to do through you is he wants you to be joining up forces with him, praying out those mysteries, praying out the plan and will of God for your life. If you receive the Holy Spirit and you put him in a box and put him on the shelf in the closet, allowing him to collect us, you're never going to fully be able to walk in the fullness of what God has for you. Why would I say such a thing? Because he's your helper. He's your guide. He's your counselor. He's the strength that you need to live this life to please God. And so how could you possibly do it without him? You can't. He is the one who equips you to do the work. We were not called to be, you know, self-sufficient. He is our all-sufficient one. Amen? And so we should be dependent on him. He created us to be co-workers with him. So that's why Jesus said, when I go away in John 16, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit, and he's going to be your helper. He's going to be your guide. He's going to be your counselor. He's not going to talk on his own, but he's going to tell you why. What is he going to tell you? What the Father's heart is. How does he know that? He's the searcher of the hearts. He's the actual spirit of God. And no man can know the heart of a man except his own spirit. And we've got God's spirit living on the inside of us. 
I'm going somewhere with this. Because you have God's spirit living on the inside of you, you can know the heart of God for somebody, for yourself and somebody else. Because he's the revealer of the hearts. Amen? He searches hearts. And so you've got the greater one, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. The Lord spoke this to me, and I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but I can a lot of times, and it's not just reading someone's face, and the Lord actually corrected me on that one time. He's like, it's not just that you're reading somebody's face, but I can look at a person and I can know their heart. I can know what they're going through. I can know, um, um, you know, whether they're down and out, even though they have a smile on their face. Whatever the case might be, I know these things. And um, sometimes I have a word for them. Sometimes I just lift them up in prayer. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, that's not you, that's me. (laughs) The only reason you know that is because I have the Holy Spirit, and he's the one who's searching their hearts. And he knows the heart of the Father. Again, he knows my heart, but he also knows the people's hearts that you're around. Amen? And he can reveal that to you so that you can be a minister to them. Because we're all called to be ministers. Amen? So what he said, and I kind of just wrote it down so that I could relay it. What you see is shown to you by the Spirit. It's not you just thinking it's me showing you by my spirit I, that my spirit knows every heart, he said. He said, if you'll just follow, and we're going to go somewhere with this is where we're going. If you'll just follow that lead and speak what you hear my spirit say, you will be able to give wise counsel, breakthrough to the hearer. You do hear my voice, and this is the Lord speaking to you. You do hear my voice, and you can give my word and counsel to others. Why could you do that? Because you have the Spirit of God who searches the heart of God and man living on the inside of you if you have the Holy Spirit. And I'm pretty sure almost probably over 90% of you have the Holy Spirit while you're in the school of the Spirit, right? And if you don't, you can see me afterwards, and I will get you that prayer language and get you baptized in the Holy Spirit. You just let me know. Hallelujah. You have not because you asked not, so you just got to simply ask, and I can lead you into that. Matthew 6, 8 says this, the Father knows what you have need of before you ask. And so I'm just kind of trying to lay some groundwork and showing you that the Holy Spirit knows it all. So you mean that I can have desires in my heart and, and I can have needs in my life, but the Father already knows about it, even though, whoa, I just lost frequency, but the Father already knows about it, even though I haven't yet prayed about it? Absolutely. Obviously, that's something we kind of know, but we need to realize how deep that is, that he's the searcher of the hearts. He wants to give you, Psalms 37, 4, he gives you the desires of your hearts. How is that? It's not always just because you asked. He gives you the desires of your heart because he's searching your heart. And not only that, this is really cool. He's the one who put that desire there in the first place. And so when you talk about letting your footsteps be ordered of the Lord, if you're praying in the Holy Spirit, what God's doing is he's stirring in your heart the desire to want to do what pleases him. He's stirring in your heart as you pray in the Holy Spirit to want to do what's fulfilling his plan for your life. 
He's stirring that in you. And so then sooner or later, you begin praying about something, whether in English or in your prayer language, you start praying about the plan and purpose of God for your life. And he starts ordering your footsteps in that direction. Of course God would give you the desires of your heart if it's in perfect harmony with his will. And how are you going to do that? How are you going to know that? If you pray in the Holy Spirit. He'll begin ordering your footsteps. He causes all things to work together for the good to those who love God. Well, those who love God are going to probably, if they have their prayer language, be using it to pray in the Holy Spirit and join forces with the Holy Spirit to pray out the plan and will of God for their lives. It's not just for when you're going through a hard time. Paul said, I pray in the Spirit more than ye all. Why? He didn't have like an itinerary posted on Facebook, posted on his website of where he was going to go. He had a plan via the Holy Spirit where the Holy Spirit would lead him, guide him, and direct him or warn him to go or not to go somewhere. How did he know that? How did he go there? Because the Spirit of God searches the heart of God, then reveals to Paul or to you the plan and will of God. Isn't that so good? And that same Holy Spirit that led and guided Paul is here to lead and guide you. There's no reason at all that you should be wandering around in the dark wondering what God wants for your life. You've got the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead, the same spirit that led and guided Paul. You've got the same spirit on the inside of you that searches the heart of God, that God, that was with God when he formed and created the heavens and the earth, that was with God when he created you and formed you in your mother's womb, that same spirit is with you. And he's the revealer and searcher of the hearts. I'm so glad I have the Holy Spirit. I'm so glad that we weren't left here alone to fend for ourselves. We were given the great comforter, the great counselor, the great helper. We need to put a lot more weight, not a little, a lot more weight on our helper and our counselor. He is the mentor of mentors, the counselor of counselors, the teacher of teachers. And he's here to help you walk out the plan and will of God and also to be able to counsel and be a minister of the gospel and of the spirit out there in the world. Amen? So the Holy Spirit, he knows your heart and he knows God's heart and we have him in our heart to minister to us, to lead us, to guide us and also to use us to minister to others. Like I said, he spoke to me. He's like, you don't know that stuff just because you know it. You're not reading the face. How many of you have had that before where God, you knew something about someone and you just couldn't figure out why you knew it, and then sooner or later you find out it was true. That's because God is beginning to train you or beginning to try to talk to you at least, and if you would recognize it, you could go minister to that need. You could say, hey, the Lord's showing me that you're going through such and such. Can I just be a help to you? Can I pray with you? Can I encourage you? See, we know these things, but it's not because we're so great and awesome. It's because he's so great and awesome. Because he searches the hearts and he knows the heart of the Father. The only reason the Holy Spirit would show you is because you've got what it takes to minister to that person. Amen? God wants to use his people. 
He's raising up a sleeping giant. What does that mean? He's raising up people who have the greater one living on the inside of them. And what he's doing really is he's activating the body of Christ in this season that we're in to go out and do the work and to go out and to tell others what it is he's saying. How could we possibly do that? We can only do that if we're listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit who searches the hearts. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. This is a little different tonight, isn't it? John 16, 13 through 15, I already talked about it a little bit. But let's turn there. This is where Jesus is like, I'm going away, but I'm going to give you another counselor, and you're going to be better off because not only is he going to be with you, but he's also going to be in you. Hallelujah. Verses 13, John 16, verses 13, um, 12. There's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he only tells you the truth. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, and he will not speak on his own, but he will tell you, how is he telling you something? He's, he's searching a heart, and he's telling you what the Father's saying. He searches the Father's heart, and now he's revealing it to you. This is what he does. This is his job. He's a communicator. Amen? And, he, and he's there to go between you and God. He knows God's heart. He knows your heart. Who better than to be the mediator? And the communicator. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring you glory by telling, me, telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. And this is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So the only reason you would know information about somebody, the only reason you would recognize what someone's going through and pick it up, you're picking it up not because of who you are, but because of who you have on the inside of you. It's the Holy Spirit. It says that he only tells you, not on his own accord, but he tells you what he's hearing the Father say. So the only reason you're picking it up is because he's talking to you. He's telling you something. And so if we would slow down a little bit and listen, that's why the Bible says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. In other words, who's going to take the time to listen to what he's talking about? If we will slow down and listen to what he is saying, we would be able to go out there and preach the gospel and be ministering to people all the time because we'd have such a confidence and such an excitement to have details about people's lives. We would be able to show them and speak to them what's on the Father's heart. The woman at the well, Jesus told her, you know, yeah, you don't have a husband. In fact, you've had five husbands, but the one that you're with currently isn't your husband. Why did he know that? Not just because he's the son of God, but because he had the Holy Spirit who was searching the father's heart, searching this woman's heart, and revealing it to him by the Holy Spirit. What he's doing there is he's telling us this is how it's done. That's why it's in the word. As a child of God, he was being an example to you and I, the firstborn among many brothers and sisters who should walk this earth and be made manifest. And so he was showing us, when you know something by the Spirit of God, do something about it. But ask the Holy Spirit, who's the Spirit of knowledge. I know, take it all down because let the Lord 
download. This is a lot. But ask the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I always ask, and I'm going to show you by example here. I always ask the Holy Spirit, what is it you want to do about that? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? And I'll wait a little bit, and he'll give me direction. You know, I don't just barge in, into a situation just because I know what's going on. Um, I don't just, you know, barge into the situation. I wait for instruction. You know, I mean, you could, as you learn and as you grow, take steps of faith and just kind of go up to the person and get, make some small talk or whatever, whatever way you see comfortable for you. But for me, I wait on the Lord just a little bit till I get some kind of direction and, you know, um, assurance that I've got it, you know, um, just a confirmation, you know, because we're human too and we can miss it. But here's the thing, when it's going to help somebody, when it's going to lift them up, when it's going to encourage them, I'm not talking about going around and pointing out people's sins that you heard on Facebook or that so-and-so told you. Okay, that's not a prophecy. That's not a word of encouragement. That is not. The devil's the one who condemns. God lifts up, okay? So don't be afraid of a prophetic word because even if God is searching your heart, which, by the way, he does know when you stand up, when you sit down, he knows every hair on your head, and he does know what you're watching and what you're thinking about and all that garbage too. But he's not going to expose that. He'll deal with your heart. But what he will do is he'll bring you to correction by love. Love, when you pour love on somebody... When you walk in love with somebody, the word of God says that it pours heaping hot coals upon their head. In other words, God can get to the root of the problem. God can deal with them. But what he does is he speaks to your heart. He tells them, you know what? I know what you're going through. I know that you've been through this and that. Or I know that you're in grieving. You know, I know this or that. It's not you who knows, but you're saying, you know, I just sense the Spirit of God showing me, or I sense God is showing me that you've really been through a really traumatic situation lately, and, you know, you've been really depressed, and you've been really calling on the name of the Lord, and God wants you to know that he hears you, and that he is answering your cry, and he wants you to be filled. Can I just pray with you? He wants you to be filled with his joy, and with his peace, and his presence. You know what? I don't know about you, but when I'm calling on the Lord in the day of trouble and somebody who doesn't know me or maybe someone I haven't talked to in a while doesn't know what's going on in the situation comes, tells me what is going on and, and it just helps me to know that the Father knows what I'm going through. It helps you to get through that and suddenly you're lifted up high above that problem. Suddenly you're soaring on wings as eagles. That's what a word of prophecy does. Um, when God speaks to someone by the Spirit of God. This is what God wants to do tonight. He wants to activate the body of Christ, not only to search your hearts to minister to you, but to have others who want to be activated in this kind of way to be used by God to go out and do this work. I'm not talking about making things up. What I'm talking about is just having faith that you've got the Holy Spirit. And he searches the hearts. He knows what people are going through. So you can know that at any given moment, he can use you. You just got to step out of your house every morning and say, Lord, I'm available. Use me. And he'll use you. He'll use you. Hallelujah. I'm getting ministered to tonight. If you're not, at least I am. I'm excited about Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29, 11. 
We know this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Their plans, okay, thank you, Jesus. Their plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Their plans to give you, um, to not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Okay? So how does he know the plans he has for you? He's searching the heart of the Father for you. He knew you, Jeremiah 1.5, before he formed you in your mother's womb. He knew all about you. He had a plan for you. God loves you so much that he put gifts and callings and abilities on the inside of you. He knew how strong you would be. He knew how boisterous you would be. He knew how funny you would be. He knew how, you know, concerned you would be. He knew the gifts and talents he put on the inside of you. Okay? And that's so reassuring. But we need to also know that he knows the plans he has for you are good. And that's what he reveals by the Spirit of God. He'll reveal the good plans that God has for somebody. Plans to prosper them and not to harm them. Plans to give them a future and a hope. And so when the Holy Spirit reveals that, it's an encouragement to the believer or to the unbeliever even. It's an encouragement to hear that God has a plan for me. And I'm not talking some generic word. I'm talking um, God starts showing you some, somewhere where they're praying. I remember having a vision um, of my little sister, and I actually saw her in her bedroom on her knees praying. And she... so. I was like, Lord, why are you showing me this? And um, I had an opportunity to go and to her house like the next day or something like that. And the vision, so I kind of just forgot about it, to be honest. I, I asked the Lord, what is it, you know, and I kind of forgot about it. And then when I went over her house like a day or two later, all of a sudden the vision came back. And I was like, oh, okay, it's for now. So I just went ahead and started sharing with her. I took a leap of faith and I said, I saw, now I'm teaching you by example. I'm showing you from my own life. I said, I saw you on your knees in your bedroom praying. And then, right then, how many of you know the Holy Spirit gives you the words to say? It says that in that same hour that he would give the the ministers the words to say. And so I began to just step out of the boat in faith like Peter. But as I began to share what I had seen, he started to speak more. And suddenly, God was able to impart um, just a reassurance that he's with her. You know, in whatever way that God ministered to her, it just came out of my spirit. I didn't even know what I was going to say, and it came out. And so, it was just so reassuring to her that God showed me that the night before, she was exactly when when it happened, that she was on her knees praying and crying out to God for help. How awesome is God? He knows everything. You know, you think nobody's watching, but he's watching. You think no one knows the trouble you've seen, but he knows. Amen. And so God reveals those things to, to his believers so that we'll be a help and a minister. He tells us to pray for one another so that ye may be healed or that ye may be delivered. How are you going to, you know, pray for someone? You allow the Holy Spirit to search their heart. And you ask the Holy Spirit when you go to pray for someone or you're going to go minister to someone, you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, do you have anything for this person? Do you want to show them anything? And I just say it real quietly to myself. And either a picture will come or, or maybe a word or I'll kind of just know what, what they're going through. Why? 
because the Holy Spirit searches the hearts. He knows what they're going through. I usually, when I do that, I don't know the person. And it's so amazing how it ends up right on point, not because I'm so on point, but he's so on point. Amen? And so God wants to use you. How many of you want to be used in that way? God wants to use you to minister to the hearts and lives of people. Hallelujah. His plans for you are good, and he's always searching the hearts, and he's always wanting to make intercession for those who love God, always in perfect harmony with the will of God according to his plan and purpose. We've got to yield our tongue for that intercession. We've got to yield our tongue to cooperate with him and pray out the plan and will of God. I don't know about you, but I'm encouraging myself and the Lord to be praying in the Holy Spirit a whole lot more because guess what? His plans for me are not automatic. I need him to order my footsteps. Sometimes it's because we're not doing it, the job. We're not setting our hand to something. God can reveal a prophetic word to you about what he has for you to do great things for the kingdom of heaven. He could, he, the reason he's revealing it is because he knows what he put on the inside of you. He knows your potential. But you're still going to have to do something about it. You're still going to have to set your hand to something and step out of the boat in faith. And the way I would encourage to start off is praying in the Holy Spirit and join forces with him to lead and guide and direct your footsteps. And as you go along your way, so I'm like doing a dual message right now, if you hadn't noticed. You're, you're learning to be used by God in a prophetic way, but you're also learning to walk out the plan and will of God for your life. All of it is tied together by the Holy Spirit who searches the hearts, okay? So cooperate with God. Pray out the plan and will of God for your life because the Holy Spirit searches the heart of the Father and starts revealing to you. As you pray in the Holy Spirit, he'll reveal to you what footsteps you need to take, what, what steps you need to take, what God's plan is for your life. It's the Holy Spirit's job. He's a spirit of revelation, knowledge, and wisdom. Thank you, Jesus, for him. Hallelujah. His plans and purpose for, for, purposes for us are for good, and they're revealed to us not just in the Word. We need the Holy Spirit for our personal purpose. You know, there's all kinds of things that can direct us, but we need to hear by the Holy Spirit what we are called to do. And he'll reveal that to us in a number of ways, whether it's through a prophetic word or through a dream or through a vision or by, by the spirit of knowledge, just having a knowing on the inside, what you're called to or, or gravitating and having a desire to do. Those are things revealed by the spirit of God, knowing what you want to do with your life. We need the Holy Spirit to search our hearts or to reveal the heart of the Father in order to walk out the plan of God. And if you don't yet know, I'll encourage you to start praying in the Holy Spirit a whole lot more. And he'll start revealing the heart of the Father. Very, very simple. And I'm just going to give my personal example because it may be a help to you. So when I was nine months old, and this is pertaining to the part of the message where you need to know what to do with your life or how God wants to use you. Um, when I was around nine months old, my parents are pastors, and they were attending a minister's meeting. 
And um, as I've seen a few little children in here, um, my parents were holding me in their arms, but they went up for a prayer line. And this minister was ministering to all these people, um, speaking over the, the parents and, you know, ministering to them. He stops at my parents and starts prophesying to me. Well, I didn't know. I was nine months old, you know. But he starts prophesying to me that you'll be in fivefold ministry and starts prophesying what, what God had for me. Okay? And so, um, yeah, that, that was prophesied. God was just simply revealing what he put in me when he formed me in my mother's womb. That's all that was. It wasn't something new. It was something that was already established. But I need now, as I became a teenager, got distracted. If you're not, as a teenager, if you're not focused and in a church where they're teaching you to be led and guided by the Holy Spirit, or you maybe don't have Christian parents that can teach you that, it's a hard life to figure out what God wants you to do. But we just trust that God will lead them and guide them to find out. Anyways, as I was a a teenager, God had to speak to me directly. And it didn't happen until one day, because I had been distracted and boy crazy in high school. Hello, I know I'm not the only one who was a junior or senior in high school and boy crazy or girl crazy. And don't be laughing at me because the boys are that way too. But um, watch out. Um, Anyways... Until I asked, I didn't receive. So one day, the boy broke up with me. <laughs> I Thank you, Jesus. Okay. But, sorry if you're watching. But I called out on the name of Jesus that afternoon. I was in a field and I was a drama queen. I called out on the name of the Lord and I just said, what am I supposed to do? But let me just say, up until this point, I was always on fire for the Lord, loved the Lord, went to youth conferences, went to church every time the doors were open because I was a PK. And, but I loved the Lord, and I, didn't, I wasn't made to do it. I wanted to do it. I wanted to live for God. But I still didn't know what I was supposed to do. I know I had heard, you know, oh, God has a plan for you and um, whatever. But my parents didn't shove that down my throat. They wanted me to hear from God of what his plan was for me. But that day I called out on the Lord and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart because I asked him. How was he able to tell me what God had for me? Because he searches the heart of God and he also knows what God put on the inside of me. I said, what am I supposed to do? And almost audibly I heard straight up, you're going to be in the five-fold ministry and you're going to go to Rhema Bible College. And I, I was like, I mean, so specific, I couldn't mistake in it at all. I was shocked. It's as real today as it was then. I ran home with such excitement that I had heard God's plan for me. But let me just stop there real quick and say this. When someone else speaks to your, speaks to somebody's heart, it's just as powerful If God tells you and shows you and reveals the heart of somebody and you speak to them, it's God speaking to them, okay? But I didn't have that at that moment. God spoke directly to my heart. I ran home to tell my parents what the Holy Spirit had spoken. Well, guess what? They had the same Holy Spirit. 
And so they were like, I said, guess what? God spoke to me. I'm going to be in the five-fold ministry. Well, they knew that from the prophecy way long time ago. I'm going to be in the five-fold ministry, and I'm going to Rama Bible College. And they said, oh, we know. And I was like, you know? And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to the Get Acquainted with Rama weekend this next weekend. They already had plans. God had already told them to set this up. And so, but God spoke to my heart. So what is he doing? He's searching the hearts, knowing the heart of the Father and his plan for a child. He spoke it prophetically, planted that seed. Years and years later, I call out on the name of the Lord. And you don't know who's calling out on the name of the Lord, asking God for some kind of confirming word or direction, and God wants to use you to bring it. Hallelujah. But are you having an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying? Is, are you guys getting how I'm tying these two things in together? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, like I was saying, growing up, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I was on fire for the Lord. I love the Lord. Boy crazy and all, but I love the Lord. And I was always using my prayer language. Guess how I got to the point where I could hear from God those specific direction? Is because of praying in the Holy Spirit. I learned to hear what the Spirit of God was saying. I knew his voice because I'm his sheep. He's my shepherd, the voice of a stranger. I do not follow. I recognize that was God's voice. And you have the Holy Spirit. And as you pray in the Spirit, you become more keen and more aware of God speaking to your heart. Amen? So by praying in the Holy Spirit, the Lord had, like, just like Psalms 37, 23 says, the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. My footsteps were ordered of the Lord, and by the Spirit of God who searches the hearts, he was able to give me that direction of what was on the Father's heart for my life. Hallelujah. So how many of you want that? You want, hallelujah, you want... Either it's, either it's the one hand you want God to search your heart and show you what he has for you, or um, you want God to use you to, to show you and reveal to you people's hearts so that you can minister to them. Because it's so much more impactful, it's so much more powerful when God reveals something about them that nobody else knows. I remember ministering um, to this woman. I was at that weekend with um, Song couple weekends ago. She's a, she's a pastor and a prophet, and um, I never heard of her before. But anyways, I ended up going to this little conference, and um, I ministered to this lady. And the Lord, I just said, Holy Spirit, what do you have for this lady? And um, I just saw her standing in her back garden, saw her in the backyard. It's backyard, and it's a garden, and I saw her lifting her hands, and she was just worshiping God. And so I was like, okay, that's not a word but okay. And so I began to speak by faith, speak to her. Okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to jump out of the boat here. What I see is you in your backyard, you're in your garden, you're praising and worshiping God. Then out of my spirit came, this is your secret place. This is the place that you get alone with God. And God loves his time with you. God loves that you love to worship him in, in the cool of the day. And it just came, came right out of my spirit. I had no idea what I was saying, but the spirit of God knew her heart. Okay, so I stop, and I'm sharing with you this because then you'll know how to do it. I stop, and I, you know, after the Lord spoke and everything, I said, 
because I'm human, did, did that bear witness with you? And I opened my eyes, and she's crying. And she's like, that's exactly where I worship God. In my backyard garden, I love my garden, and I just spend time back there, and that's where I worship God. And so I couldn't know that, but the Spirit of God knows that. And the fact that God revealed that to me, it's something she knew already, but the fact that God revealed that to me ministered to her so much to where she was open to hear the message that God had for her. So it's not just that you see something, oh, that doesn't really mean anything, a fishing boat, I see a fishing boat. But when you begin to speak out, okay, I see you in a fishing boat, and then all of a sudden, out of your spirit, you start speaking about it, and God starts elaborating on it. It starts ministering to their heart. And God will lead you and guide you. The Holy Spirit gives you the words to say. It's not something we can preconceive. Amen? Remember what he spoke to me. He said, what you see or what is shown to you is by my spirit. It's not you thinking it. If you get before someone and you're in a situation and you ask the Holy Spirit, what is it you have for them? It's an, intense, it's an instantaneous thought or instantaneous word that comes to you. It's not going to be like you're trying to come up with something. It's just instantaneous. And you take the step out of the boat in faith that you have the Spirit of God and he knows their heart. I hope you're getting it. Hallelujah. So when he formed you in your mother's womb, he had a plan for you. Jeremiah 1. He searches the heart of the Father and what the Father has for you. He knows the Father's plans. He knows the Father's purpose for you. But we need to cooperate and pray in the Holy Spirit so that he can lead, guide, and direct our footsteps Pray it out in the Spirit. If you don't know what he has for you, then just keep praying in the Spirit and don't worry about it. Your ears are going to start tuning in. It's like a dial, a radio dial. Do you ever have static on your dial in your car? It's really annoying. Well, some people have a lot of static in their hearing from heaven. Well, the more you pray in the Spirit, the more that dial is tuned in. And you can hear more clearly what God is saying to you. And so just remove the um, hindrances and start spending more and more time praying in the Holy Spirit. I love this scripture. The Lord keeps bringing it back to me. But it's, it's just really important to each one of us to realize we want the plan of God for our lives. We don't want to just come up with um, our idea or our agenda. I know many family members who have gone into college and switched their major like five times. And I'm like, man, what a waste, you know, doing all these subjects, because I don't like school, doing all these subjects, going through all that extra time, and then they switch to electrician? Or they switch to this? They went through all that schooling? Well, they would have saved themselves a lot of time had they prayed in the Holy Spirit. Because God could have revealed to them Go this direction. Well, thank God they finally heard, but we can save ourselves a lot of trouble. Maybe marrying the wrong person. Maybe, and not condoning, um, you know, separating, but we can save ourselves a lot of trouble from dating the wrong person. We can save ourselves a lot of trouble um, from buying the wrong house that's full of, you know, or, or what is that called when you buy a junker car? 
a lemon, from buying a lemon. Why? Because if you are receptive and you know the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you who searches the hearts and knows the heart of the Father, God knows what's best for you. He can lead you and guide you down to the very day the, the, the house goes on the market. You guys know that story about us finding our house that we're living in. Real down, down to cutting it real short. Um, the Spirit of God, while praying one day in the Holy Spirit, I heard the Holy Spirit say, April 1st, look for a house. And we, we couldn't afford it. We couldn't, you know, really get the loan for it because he had just started his job. Actually, he just got hired at his job like that day. So it was kind of impossible. You're supposed to be at your job for a year or two or something. I'm like, April 1st, that'll put us at six months. Okay, that would have to be by God. But I know I heard him, so I started making the steps to, you know, getting a loan, different things like that. Guess when my house opened? Kelly's my realtor. Guess when my house opened? April 1st. It went on the market. April 1st. And God got it for us. Isn't God good? He knew that. He knew exactly where we wanted to live and what we needed. I mean, we looked and looked and looked because, yeah, I started early, but it ended up being April 1st, just like you said. <laughs> but I was excited. Hallelujah. So this is the scripture that ties in. Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. It's God's purpose and plan for your life that's going to prevail. So it's really important that we realize we've got this helper, the Holy Spirit, and he can reveal the heart of the Father to us. He can lead, guide, and direct our footsteps. And we can cooperate with him and tune in clearly to his voice if we'll just pray in the Holy Spirit a lot. You know, and, and, and don't make excuses because I too run my kids to and fro, make, make dinners, and plan three messages a week, okay? So you know, I'm a busy person too. John G. Lake, who was a minister of the gospel, said he learned to run and pray. Paul, who is ministering all over the place, said he prays more than all of you. Why? Because he gave us, the Lord gave us the Holy Spirit in this prayer language where your mind doesn't need to be fruitful. You can be taking care of business and praying in the Holy Spirit all at the same time. And it's still beneficial. You're still communicating with God. You can be serving tables. You can be doing computer work. You can be washing dishes. You can be taking care of your kids. And you can be praying in the Holy Spirit. And what you're doing is you're fine-tuning your hearing and you're praying out the plan and will of God for your life. He will not let you miss it. Amen? Hallelujah. If I can have the worship team come on back up. John G. Lake said this, God gives you the desires of your heart. You can be sure that you can have that desire since you know that it's God who placed that desire there. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. In a moment, we're going to take up offering for Revival MKE. And if you want to get that ready, you can go ahead and get that. You can give online to revivalmke.com. Um, you can make checks out to Revival MKE, and um, the ushers can give you an envelope if you like. But we're not going to do that right now. What I want to do, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. <laughs> I was planning on having someone take it up, but I feel the direction. Um, we're going to go ahead and pray for that right now because God wants to do a ministry time. 
and I don't want to, you know, be distracted from that. So, Father, today, Lord, we just speak blessing on the giver 